Hello, all you members of the Rebellion. This is Andy, and what we have for you today is part one of our Footloose episode. This part was actually recorded back at the end of 2019. Why are we just now getting it out to you? Well, I really don't have a good answer for that. But with that being said, here is Footloose part one. Hope you enjoy it. A bunch of things must have gone wrong if you're listening to this. Greg have a raging debate over the best use of holding out for a hero. You have a rage, So I, of course, rightly so, think that the best use of holding out for a hero is in this movie, The Chicken Race, with tractors. Okay. And he, he thinks it's the end scene of Short Circuit 2. Okay. Um, so here we are. I am Andy Goodman, alongside Greg Bailey. We make up Quato's Rebellion. Andy, we haven't spoken in about a year. It's been... About a year. We said this was the year of Swayze, and we stuck to that. (laughs) (laughs) When we say something, we mean it. Indeed. So we only did Patrick Swayze movies this entire year. That is a fact. That is fact. (laughs) Because by the time this actually gets edited and published, it most certainly will be 2020. As we only did Roadhouse last year. In January, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been a, you know, it's been a year. Yeah, yeah. We tried to record a couple others. We <laughs> fucked it up, and here we are. We actually spent about five minutes today trying to reacclimate ourselves to the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get into it. Let's talk Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> this was on my Mount Rushmore, and now do you understand why? It, it, there's never been a doubt in my mind of why I was excited. You know, you text me just a few days ago and like, hey, want to record? Yep. Mm-hmm. So we threw out some ideas and I shot this to you. I'm like, are we ready for Footloose? And the answer was yes. Oh, my God. Resoundingly, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm always ready for Footloose. but So I'm extremely excited to talk about it. So we're going to try to format things a little bit differently. We're going to try and keep it a little bit shorter, basically because I think we realize people don't want to listen to us for 90 minutes. Yes, our, our eight Even listeners I are don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Spotify year in review. I w- we've already been my number one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, goals for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut this sucker down to eight minutes. Let's start with the opener. It's one of my favorite openers of all time. The movie's called Footloose, and there's a lot of loose feet. We get we get this uh, intro where we just see dancing shoes for about three and a half minutes while the song Footloose is playing. Tonight I gotta cut loose, footloose, kick off the Sunday shoes, please, Louise, pull me up from my knees, Jack, get back, come on. Everybody 
You know, it was interesting as I'm watching because, you know, A, the SOC game is very strong. Oh, the SOC game is super strong. (laughs) And B, of course they're playing, you know, Footloose. Mm -hmm. And one of the lines, of course, is kick off the Sunday shoes. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of uh, the whole thing of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I never... Jesus sucks. Start dancing. <laughs> Does he suck? I don't know. Well, uh, if you listen to Ren McCormick, <laughs> yeah, Jesus definitely sucks. He only exploits Jesus to get to dance. <laughs> um, okay, so during the opener, I I had to make some notes. So you you we have a pair of bowling shoes. Okay. We have a woman wearing heels mm-hmm. with socks. Yeah. Which I watched this with Anna last night. She. Confirmed that that is not something that you would do. I disagree. Um, we have three different pairs of leg warmers. Yeah, there were a lot. <laughs> and then at the very end, you have the the tattered Nikes. Yes. I, you cannot convince me otherwise. In my head, that is always Kevin Bacon, Ren McCormick's character. Oh. Like finalizing that scene. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Because they're also the ones at the end you're like, those are the coolest looking ones. Absolutely. So, <laughs> best moves, best shoes. It's Ren. And one of my main notes uh, as it's going on, uh, obviously, in all these things are popping up names of the actors. I was like, Christopher Penn, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk a lot about that. Um, then we get the intro to Beaumont. Yeah. Beaumont, Kansas. <laughs> where on the, on the town, like on the city uh, billboard where it says, Welcome to Beaumont. Um, doesn't say the population, doesn't say the mayor, it says Reverend Shaw Moore Pastor. Fucking right. Yeah, so it's kind of like the intro to Beaumont is the intro to, to Shaw, who's of course played by John Lithgow. Yeah, and he's a real fire and brimstone kind of guy. I love his opening sermon. <laughs> so, <laughs> my note as I'm listening to his opening sermon is, why do people go to church? <laughs> to be saved. <laughs> But it's the uh, very anti-rock and roll sermon. Indeed. It's, it's anti-rock and roll. It is. But, but it, is, it is sweaty brow. Mm. It is slamming fists. <laughs> <clears throat> so speak, my note for that is, because he is so animated up there, is uh, so it seems like Lithgow is fired up about a game no one else gives a fuck about. Well, I, you know, and, and I guess it's like an onion. You know, we just kind of, we, we, we have to peel these layers back. There's a, a literary term for such a thing, right? It's an allegory? Is that it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> we get Shaw, and we come to find out that Kevin Bacon's character, Ren McCormick, and his mom have just moved to this small town. You know, right out of the chute, you could tell he's, he's, he's a fish out of water. He's a fish out of water who's immediately attracted to Lori Singer. Yes. Were you attracted to Lori Singer throughout this movie? I was not. <laughs> I've got some notes about that. We meet the kind of the, the core characters. We meet Shaw. We meet Ren. Ariel, who's played by Lori Singer, and her um, group of girlfriends. Her, uh, her number two. SJP. That's right. <laughs> so I would love it if someone made a graph of their kind of career arcs. <laughs> Starting from Footloose. <laughs> I feel like Laurie Singers does kind of a, a very small, just 
pitch and fall, and <laughs> mm-hmm. SJP is just skyrocketed, and then kind yeah. of plateaued at a very, very high level now. Yeah, absolutely. She's still going. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sarah Jessica Parker plays Rusty, and uh, her <laughs> so Ariel and her girlfriends, they're they're scramming from church. I like how their their exit. You know, they run up to mm-hmm. to Lithgow mm-hmm. Shaw. I, th- I believe Ariel is just like, "Hey, Dad, you know, we're we're going to go get some sodas." And it's so conservative there. He's like, just remember, you have school tomorrow. Right. As if going for sodas <laughs> is going to hinder her performance on Monday. So they're they're driving down the, the country road. Mm. Enter Chuck. Chuck. Chuck has a truck and he likes to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but this truck, I, I had to note this one. I'm like, that truck is fantastic. Oh, it is. It is indeed. So, okay. Let's talk about the decor. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have the boombox. Yes, and it up propped up on the back seat. We have the boombox propped up on the back seat. Above the boombox, we have a shotgun. <laughs> what am I going to do with a gun rack? And then we have a couple of stickers. Do you notice that? I did. I, there's certainly the Pink Floyd sticker. There's the Pink Floyd sticker. Which at first seems out of character for someone like Chuck, but Chuck, it turns out, is also a stoner. That's true. Um, the other one was a Grateful Dead sticker. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't positive. I still am kind of thinking, like, those are not really good representations of Chuck's character. No, um, not at all. He is a stoner, mm-hmm. um, but he's kind of like, he's, he's not the stoners like you and I were in high school. No, he's an aggressive stoner. He's an aggressive stoner. <laughs> that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> it, I didn't know those existed, really, but... They do. Chuck. Yeah. Um... All right, and then we get we get Ariel's little stunt that she pulls. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I'm going to call example one of why I am not attracted to okay. Ariel. Okay. Clearly, she's reckless, mm-hmm. but she seems determined to get hit by a large moving vehicle. She does. She's in the car with the girls. Chuck pulls up right parallel with them mm-hmm. on the wrong side of the road. Mm-hmm. Very Brad Wesley. Uh, Ariel is reaching over to Chuck's truck mm-hmm. to try to climb into his truck mm-hmm. while they're still going like 50 down the road. Right. And classic, as she's halfway there, coming the other way, large 18-wheeler. Of course. Which, you know, at first they're like, oh, she's silly and crazy. Except for SJP. Rocky yeah. is not having it. Rusty. Ru- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call her Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> You know, she so she's doing like the JCVD splits between the two cars. Yeah. And everybody else is starting to get concerned. Mm-hmm. Even uh, Chuck. Yeah, even Chuck. And she's just got her arms up in the air, you know, woohooing. And basically, Chuck has to grab her in yes. the last second and swerve off the road. Right. Um, and she's just kind of laughing. Yeah. You she know? has. Well, and I, it, it all goes into kind of the details that we find out later about Shaw and Ariel and their family dynamic. Uh-huh. And, but, you know, she's, yeah, she's she's super reckless, she's starved for attention. I will say, though, of, as I'm going to go through examples as we go into the, get into this of why I would steer clear of Ariel, that is not number one. When we get to my number one, I will make it clear. Okay. <clears throat> um, in the meantime, while they're off driving down country roads, exchanging cars with one another <laughs> then we get we get ren and his mom ethel ethel yeah <laughs> yeah of gremlins 
they're kind of they're getting introduced to the town folk and we you know we get we get some talk about very unpopular novel yes circulating the town mm-hmm. slaughterhouse five indeed <laughs> and that, that kind of starts this mini theme of book banning and book burning indeed yes um just censorship mm-hmm. in general yeah. right mm-hmm. um and that's what, you know, and Ren pipes up. Of course he's read it. Not only has he read it, he's he's a fan. So, and it, it, it's kind of like a window into Ren's, like, uncensored upbringing and open-mindedness. But that's not a real book. Tom no. Sawyer is. Uh, well, of course, racism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the, the Nazi couple that <laughs> leads the charge of book banning and burning. That's, I know it's it's Eleanor, and I I didn't catch his name. I so. didn't either. And I don't know if they're teachers at the school, but anyway, yeah, they are like... I'm not even positive they have children that aren't They, they have it. like young kids. Okay. They have young kids, but yeah, they're, they're basically Shaw's like lackeys. Yes. A um. <laughs> little too overeager. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's introduced, you know, he, he, he pipes up about Slaughterhouse-Five. Tell you something else, whoever did write it doesn't know the first thing about Kurt Vonnegut. And another thing, Vonnegut, I'm going to stop payment on a check. What's that? Fuck me. Hey, Kurt, you read lips. Fuck you! All right, let's talk about the diner scene. <clears throat> diner scene with dancing in the sheets. Yes, okay, so first thing... Uh, it's nighttime, all the high school kids are converged at this diner. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of jealous of this because I was like, man, why don't these things exist anymore? You know, when we were in high school, we always had to try to find somebody's house or anything. It's like, what if we just had a diner to go to like that? We went to Chuck's. Not much. It wasn't near as cool. No, well. Like, something you stay out in your car and it's your point to stay out in your car. There's neon lights everywhere. There's dancing, make-out sessions, gymnastics. <laughs> Again, that's why it's on my. That's why it's on my Mount Rushmore. Um, all right, so they show up. Ariel throws in a tape in a boombox on the hood of the car um, to "Dancing in the Sheets" mm-hmm. by I think it's by Moving Pictures is the name of the band. That's probably correct. Um, she starts dancing. Everybody's dancing. Yeah, so it, I mean, clearly it's a movie, so we're stretching our imagination here. But she is playing a cassette from her car outside, and the chef on the inside of the building is also dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a symbol that this town is craving. They are the desperate. Urge. <laughs> they are desperate for dance. They didn't know how much. We have dancing at the video game, which was Zaxxon, by the way. I made a note of that. Classic. That is. Um, classic video game. It's very difficult. Um, and everything's going great. Until? Until Shaw shows up. Not only does he stop the music, the video game turns off. As you hear. <laughs> and everybody stops. Get stone faced to stare at the interaction between Ariel and her father. The, the girls who are smoking in the bathroom, they have stopped what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, my note here is uh, you know, he preaches the gospel, and Ariel's the gospel of getting down. <laughs> well, yeah, she is. She's the preacher's daughter. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would say a highly embarrassing moment if you're in the role of Ariel. Totally. Um, but, you know, he just came by to... 
Give her some money. Her mother was concerned she didn't have money. Exactly. The fantastic Diane Weist. Oh, I have lots to say about Diane Weist. <laughs> Vi <laughs> is her character's name. Um, so we get this scene, and that's kind of that's, that's kind of the end of it. He shows up, gives her some money, kind of sees that you know everybody's hanging on his every word at church mm-hmm. when he's not around. Yep. It's a little different story. Yes. Um, all right. The next day is the is Ren's first day of school. Correct. Pulls up in his beat up yellow beetle, mm-hmm. blasting quiet riot. <laughs> Bang your head. <laughs> I love it. Which you texted me just two days ago. Yeah. The link. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, just real quick, like this soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. Yes, it is. It's one of the best soundtracks ever. Oh, it is. Uh, Absolutely. Fight me on that. No, I won't. Because you're right. (laughs) This is just the collective. So my favorite part about this, as he's pulling up, blasting Quiet Riot, and we've just cut from the scene where everybody's dancing. Oh, such a cliffhanger. What is going to happen once Ren gets to his first day of school? Well, we did continue talking about Footloose. We are working on that audio right now. As soon as we get it finished, we will get it out to you. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Stay home. Stay safe. We are Quato's Rebellion. Rebellion.